1: Okay, things just got super loud here. We got a whole crowd letting out at the National Youth Workers Convention. That way. Right. Yeah. Free that way. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to see here. <laughs> I think this is the largest youth pastor or youth worker convention in the U.S., isn't it? As far as I know, it is. Yeah, yeah for sure.
2: Like three, yeah. four thousand, right? It's definitely the first one. So yeah, uh, you know, it's been around forever. Yeah, yeah. so love it. Um, How so many we, have you guys, been at? Yeah, I've actually only been to. F- 4 or 5. Okay. I've been yeah. about uh-huh. 10 or
1: 11.
2: Okay. Nice. nice. Yeah. Yeah.
1: All right. So, Youth Ministry Sherpas in the house. Uh, Matthew, Steve, thank you so much for for being here. Tell us about um w- tell us about the podcast. Tell about tell us what the heck a Sherpa is <laughs> and, uh, yeah, right. and like and, and what you're into. Like okay. what what are you guys doing?
0: You want to go first? All right, sure. Yeah. So, as far as the Sherpas go, we had this idea. So we're, we've both been in youth ministry for 20-plus years. Okay. Uh, we've been friends for 15 years. We work at churches about 20 minutes apart in Maryland. Yep. Yep. Uh, so and so like rival churches? Total oh, rival yeah. churches. We're, we're
2: like sister churches, except we're sibling rivalry. So. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Something awesome. like that, for sure. Uh, and we met through our local youth network and became friends through that. So. Yeah. And they built a
0: youth room in their church, and they called it The Pit. Later, I renovated a room in my church. I called it the Deeper Pit. <laughs> that's just kind of the nature. Actually, I did not. So we did you, not. you don't. in Austin, Texas, yeah. we will have the deepest
1: pit. Deep- yeah. yeah, that's right. There We're going right. all in. Uh, yeah, absolutely. we got you guys covered. Right. So you uh, steal
0: volunteers? I mean, borrow volunteers from each <laughs> yeah, other. Uh, we, or was have, we have we have student trading cards, and yeah. so you know, I'll trade two students for
2: one student leader. You know, it, it works out really well. We uh, ended up with a drummer, a student leader, <laughs> and we got rid of the most annoying kid we had. So it was, it was a perfect. <laughs> it's a perfect thing. Um,
0: so we we would go to these conferences together yeah. just because we, we were friends through our local network. And we'd sit around at night and tell stories and, and just talk about what we've learned over the years. And then one day we were like... You know, maybe other people would be interested in what we've learned and the stories. Right. And maybe it would help them. So, you know, everyone was starting podcasts. So we're like, let's start a podcast. <laughs> and then this guy came up with yeah. this brilliant marketing thing. So, yeah, Okay.
2: Yeah. We were actually at a youth leader gathering that we formed with some of our friends um, just hanging out at this lake house. And I just got this idea for Sherpa. Yeah. The Sherpa is a, it's a person who helps someone climb a mountain, achieve their goals of making it up to the top of Everest or okay. whatever. And they do that by carrying... The gear and by knowing the path and by being acclimatized to the altitude. And they're just experts because they've been in it for so long. And um, so that's kind of the theme for us. Not that we're experts, but we've been around. We kind of know. Oh, we're experts. And, and we carry all <laughs> yeah. the gear. Experts and we carry in failure. All the gear. And, yeah. <laughs> um, and so the Sherpa theme just kind of worked. And then we put a llama on it because llamas are in. So. Okay, and this is how stupid I am. I'm looking at the llama thinking, yeah. I've never seen
1: a
0: Sherpa before. That's a Sherpa. It looks like a, a, yeah. a llama, but it's a Sherpa. The Sherpa are actually yeah. a people group right. that okay. live in Nepal, right? And, and and they are the ones that are on Everest. It was a mountain theme. Really, actually, Sherpas use oxen to, to, sh- to carry the gear. Llamas are... Native to South America, not <laughs>
2: Nepal. So we mixed the metaphors terribly and yeah, misrepresented right. Sherpas and llamas. Because nobody
0: like. wanted to hear from the youth ministry oxens, right? right? Good uh, call. And, and nobody wants to, you know, get Good a shirt that has an oxen on it. They want a llama. So we gave the people okay. what they wanted. <laughs> Maybe in Texas. But luckily, most people like Joe... Don't know what a sherp is, so no. yeah, okay. no, right. with it. Yeah,
1: it's brilliant. No, so know.
0: I'm trying uh, to keep it under wraps. Steve keeps telling people it's a mixed <laughs> metaphor. I'm just thinking, let it be. Let people think it what it is. Yeah. yeah. So
1: y'all connected, swapping stories, war stories. Give us give, craziest
0: thing you've seen in youth ministry. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh craziest thing we've oh seen or gosh. done or both, both. Oh. both, both. All right. Well. We, I, I, we got, me, I got one, so I'll go after yours, and we'll I, see who's win. Who's I know wins. for me, I took, a, I took a group of students to El Salvador one year. Okay. Uh, I've, I've made it a, a habit of kind of doing my own mission trips. I don't go through organizations. I kind of do my own thing because just, that's just the way I roll. So I took a group to El Salvador, and uh, so I just worked with a local pastor that I met through a friend of a friend of a friend. Yeah. We didn't even know each other. Yeah. And he kind of planned this whole trip. And he said, hey, it'd be a really good idea if we go out to this island that's about two hours off the coast of El Salvador and help this church that was affected by Hurricane something, big hurricane back in the 90s. Anyway, um, I say, yeah, let's do that. So we drive five hours across El Salvador and we're standing, we get out and he says, I've arranged for the El Salvadorian Navy to take us to the island all right so we're on an a u-boat basically you know okay. the yeah. boats that they storm normandy with at the top? <laughs> that's the boat we're on yeah two hours it. we're all sitting on our luggage we get out we get near the island and we pull around and the guy says the pastor comes to me and says i just talked to the captain he won't go on shore because he's afraid he's going to get stuck So he's going to go really fast towards the shore. We need to line 15 people up front. He's going to drop it. They need to run off while he goes in reverse Mm -hmm. to not get stuck. And, of course, I think this is brilliant. So. 15 people, I get 15 people lined up. They've got their suitcases on their head. They're carrying their, their sleeping bag, and he goes rolling in, and he drops it. They're all expecting to run out onto the beach, right? Mm. They all step off the end into 15 feet of water. <laughs> I mean, they just sunk like suitcases. sinkers to the ground. Heavy it was a day. little harder to get the second group of 15 people to volunteer. <laughs> yeah. um, yep. So anyway, we got on the island. As soon as we got on the island, I get this pit in my stomach, and I'm thinking, because eventually the boat did get stuck. Right, and then everybody yeah. else walked out on dry ground. It was yeah. fine. Um, I had this thought: they're not coming back for us. And so <laughs> I kept saying, I kept saying to the pastor all week, "They're not coming back. We need a, we need to figure out how we're getting off this island." H- how was your cell signal? The, yeah. this, <laughs> was, this was ninety nine. There cell. were no cells. <laughs> so, so he built a smoke all week long. I'm yeah. just sick as a dog. I'm thinking yeah. they're not. And I keep saying to the and he's like, "No, of course they're going to come." You know, he's yeah. got this just beautiful attitude. So the day. Comes that we're supposed to leave. We're out of food. Yeah. We ran out of food the night before. We got refried beans and cornflakes left. So I mm. feed 35 people refried beans and cornflakes, and we're waiting for a boat at 10 o'clock in the morning. By 3 o'clock in the afternoon, there's no sign of a boat. Mm. Finally, the pastor goes, I don't think they're coming. Think. They think? <laughs> Thanks for that. Anyway, long yeah. story short, we rented some wooden dugout canoes uh, from some fishermen that were in the cove there. Uh-huh. They took us around to the other side of the island, where the boat was happy to pick us up because there was a dock over yeah. there and a, Lovely. And a, and Lovely. a breaker yeah. the, whole, the whole time. It was yeah. just yeah. around there. You just wanted yeah. to and see what uh, you guys would do. And we got yeah. off the island, but not not before some adventure in me wondering if I was going to potentially lose my job.
1: Right, and so soon after that, you came up with
0: the idea of Survivor. Yes, and went, yes. You went global with yeah, it. I went totally went global. Yeah. It was yeah. my yeah. idea. Yeah, um, love the it. The copyright never went through, and so I lost all the money. Yeah,
2: that, that for sure. Uh, I, I what about you, Steve. Y- you got one, Steve. Uh, it's nothing like that. Come <laughs> on, <laughs> uh, I don't know how you find uh, that. Yeah, I mean, I got a lot of fail stories, but yeah. uh, nothing quite as dramatic as almost drowning my entire youth group in the what? Where was it?
0: Caribbean, uh, La Isla de Mingera off yeah. the coast of El Salvador. Okay, mm. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah.
2: That's where the Sherpas live. It's where <laughs> there. Were, it's where there are a lot of rotting mangoes. I can tell you that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I'm thinking about a time I was pretty new in youth ministry. Mm-hmm and I was teaching this group of middle school kids and I got this idea to do an object lesson uh, of how we mistreat each other in Christianity. And so- I love this already. Yeah. There's so many ways this can go bad. And we do it, <laughs> we do it with our speech. We kind of shame okay. each other. So right. I had this idea, I was gonna make this big dramatic thing and I was gonna shame this kid yeah. in the youth group in front of everybody else. And so I had this all planned out. And so in the middle of my talk, I just stopped and I said, Teddy Ocker, you've done this one too many times. You've distracted everybody in this group, and I'm sick of it. Get out of here. Just get out of here. And I kicked him out of the room. But the problem was I hadn't told Teddy Ocker (laughs) that (laughs) I was going to do this. Steve, you had one job. You had one job (laughs) that night. And so this poor eighth-grade kid, the tears well up in his eyes, and his lips start to tremble. And his look of disbelief, <laughs> yeah. and he just yes. gets up and he shuffles out of the room. And then I realize, oh my goodness, I have destroyed this fourteen-year-old boy. Yeah, without any warning or any cause. And so I like run out of the room in the middle of the lesson and try to. I was gonna say, did you finish the message? <laughs> no? try to Make amends for it. Teddy. I was just
1: kidding, and he had no idea. I mean, he was so. So later on, so upset. Teddy changes his
2: name to Chris Angel and is performing in <laughs> Vegas. Teddy, you are watching this, we are so sorry. Yeah, I think Teddy's been in therapy since, but, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I said, I said you learn. had a story.
1: Right? Oh, okay, yeah. yeah so, yeah, mine's, yeah, definitely. Sardines. Y'all know what sardines is? Oh. Okay. I grew so up may, on sardines. There we go. No, not those kind of sardines. So, hide and go seek with the lights out, right? Yep. Picture a big 20,000-square-foot warehouse, most of it abandoned, and then you've got, you know, 40, 50 teens in groups trying to hide in packs. One group tries to find all the other packs. If they find them, they have to hide with them. Mm. Right. Last group wins. So we're running out of space. We're running out of ideas. And we're in the kitchen, which borders the restroom. But all the drop ceiling tile is gone out of the kitchen. So I say, dude, wow. no one's ever going to find us in the no. ceiling. That's a brilliant idea. So Nothing we all get up. No, all of us get up into the ceiling. And we're, we're hovering right above the kitchen, standing on the wood beams. But some kids don't know <laughs> the weight a drop ceiling tile can handle. Which is so, none. Which is none, <laughs> which is none. All they think is, oh, this may be able to hold me. And I saw it go down in slow motion. One student takes a step like he's getting on the drop ceiling tile. I yell, no, but before I could. <laughs> boom, he crashes down right into the toilet stall of the women's restroom. I'm thinking right there, like, I'm done. I'm fired. It was a good run. I love Jesus, but I definitely killed a kid in the women's stall, and we're done, and so we get down. I'm looking down in there, and this kid is literally with broken tile all around him. He broke the toilet, and he just can't stop laughing. <laughs> oh my gosh! Wow. <laughs> so, so usually have the couch. Yeah.
0: If you could have just made the couch, you would yeah. have been alright. Yeah. Wow.
1: So anyway, the story would have been better yeah. if
0: that stall had been occupied at the time. Oh <laughs> no! Oh my gosh! So that you would have been, been fired no, yeah. would have been over.
1: Yeah. So okay. anyway, that was a that was a miss. Um, I also tried to share doubting Thomas with teens before. And um, and in my short firm, I wasn't thinking. I was just trying to – I mean, I was in the heat of the message, and I was like, guys. And then Jesus said to Thomas, put your finger in my hole.
0: Oh, like, you oh. did not. Oh, I I did. Did not. Sharing it oh, you did again. I did. I did. I did. Oh.
2: I did. And so – Least that, that was before Mi- video, right? Yeah. Otherwise you'd have no, I, I, I would
1: have, but um, thank God no one was recording that. <laughs> That's yeah. a Anyhow. hashtag
2: for a youth group now, is it?
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I left that church. So, <laughs> <laughs> if it is, he doesn't know about
1: it. <laughs> so, t- t- tell us about uh, what are you seeing out there, the state of youth ministry or teens in general? What is the biggest thing that you guys are wrestling with and see other people wrestling with? Um, you know, maybe something that
2: keeps coming up over and over again. Yeah, we've actually talked about this quite a bit on our show. Uh, the number one thing that we see in our context is anxiety. Just incredible levels of anxiety yeah. in teenagers. Um, and, you know, to me, having grown up, I mean, I'm 54, so I grew up in the 60s and 70s, and I feel like I had this idyllic childhood, and I don't really understand why everybody's so anxious you know, but teens today just seem anxious over grades, over pressure, over their identity, mm-hmm. over family crisis, over the state of the world in a way that mm-hmm. that we just never got before. Yeah, and um, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, from middle school, elementary school, even it's, mm-hmm. it starts early. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's 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 everywhere. It's every yeah. kid it seems like
1: yeah. Absolutely, we in in Austin we're a part of uh, healthy. They call it Healthy Williamson County. So the counties put these initiatives, and they're trying to figure out how do we help teens with this issue because they keep seeing the the mental health skyrocket. Of course, the schools are are trying to get involved and all that kind of stuff. Have you heard? What have you guys seen out there? Is anybody doing anything creatively to try to address it specifically?
0: If there are, we haven't seen it. Like yeah. I haven't seen it. It, it's the thing that sort of keeps us up at night. When mm-hmm. I know we we talk about this online and offline quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, just because we see it in, um, we see it in our youth ministries. We see it in our churches. Mm-hmm. Just the pressure. We've well,
2: even seen it in our own families. Yeah. Too. And, and in right, our right. own
0: families, it, t- to see the pressure that they're that they're under. That again, g- growing up when we grew up, just wasn't there. I mean, we had our we had. It's not like our life was perfect. There was stuff, right. but you put social media on top mm. of what everyone thinks is expected of them. I don't think I could have held up under the weight of what's on a typical fifteen-year-old mm. today. Mm. And just now, you're starting to see studies emerge, and you're starting. Yeah. People are starting to talk about, you know, this idea. I just, I just led a parenting seminar um, not too long ago on sort of technology on mm-hmm. how to. You know, parent in today's technological world. I did a lot of research leading up to it. And, and we're, we're just now figuring out what these devices that we hold in our pockets that have the computing power that sent a rocket to the moon 30 years ago are mm-hmm. actually doing to us. Yeah. And, yeah. and most of it is not good. Yeah. And, and so there's a, there's a lost generation in there. Mm-hmm. Like my kids... Like mm-hmm. I, I gave my kids unfettered access mm-hmm. to their phones because we thought that's the thing you should do. Mm-hmm. And only now are we realizing, oh, wait, no, we shouldn't have done that. Mm-hmm. So now I'm hopeful that because there were, the conversation is happening and the, the research is coming out and, and really important people that people care about are starting to say, wait a minute, yeah. something's wrong here, that there will be creative things out there, that there will be, you know, hopefully curriculums, you know, that get developed in the next few years targeted at youth ministry or even just youth in general that help them make better choices when it comes to all the pressures they're under it's just i don't i don't Mm -hmm. see it right now Mm -hmm. so if mental health would be a one what would be a what would
1: be a number two like one of the top three areas that you you see reoccurring over and over again people are talking about struggling with what's the biggest
2: challenge Uh, We're starting to see more and more identity issues, sexual identity issues in our youth ministry. Uh, I'm sure, I mean, that's common. Every youth pastor's Mm -hmm. thinking about that, talking about that. Mm -hmm. And I'm so confused myself that I don't really know how to even begin conversation a lot of times with with students or with parents. And so I'm trying to learn all I can and, and figure out how to love well, how to steer them towards the healthiest resolution of that. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking for answers to that. I'm yeah. sure everybody is.
1: Yeah. and So both of these topics I know are, are a lot of the breakout topics here at this conference. Right, yeah. There's a lot of it's, it's being talked about, wrestled with. So, um, yeah, we, we're seeing that a lot. We treat it as uh, an ad- it's an identity issue like all other identity issues that we've had with teens before For you know sure, yeah and, and so and so we're trying to wrestle with on our side of it is how do we help them grasp identity and 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 what that looks like and, and trying to s- s- not we're, n- we're not sidestepping the sexual identity issue, but we want to go back to like identity at your core sure and and talk about that and see if that if that helps mm. kind of reset the way we think about the way God has created us and our, and our unique design and,
0: and the application of it. So I think in my youth group, a lot of times we're running around trying to like address symptoms. Maybe you can get back to that core core. issue and lock down a certain thing. I don't know everything, but if I know these few things, it'll guide the rest of those conversations. And like you guys are talking about, it's magnified by technology, YouTube and what they're watching and taking in. So, yeah, Yeah, I mean, we talk about this a lot because the whole idea of, the longevity, the idea of so many things in youth ministry have changed over the years. Right, right. right? But so much at the core has stayed the same. Mm -hmm. When I started in the early nineties, the number one issue was identity. Right. But it was it was centered around how do we give kids self worth? Mm -hmm. Because they were so down on themselves in the Mm -hmm. eighties and the nineties, coming through that generation. And here we are almost thirty years later and it's 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 the same issue, but it's reversed because now mm. everyone thinks they're they're all that they're all there they're, and and now we need to say no your identity isn't what you accomplish it's not the the AP classes and the IB classes and the travel sports it the identity is in Jesus well that was the same message mm-hmm. thirty right. years ago but it was just it just gave a different symptom it's like that so pendulum mm-hmm. swings yeah, back and forth and but the point is the same yeah it's it's who are we mm-hmm. in Christ not all of this noise that mm-hmm. sort of, the, the the shirt it wears, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. It was it was lack of self-worth in the 90s. It's too much self-worth or sexual identity or any other kind of identity issue in 2019, so... Yeah, and that brings me to a good point. I mean, because we've all,
1: it sounds like all of us have some really good experience here, having been in youth ministry for a long time in, in a field that ha- sees a lot of high turnover. What do you think is the most important thing. There's a lot of things that we feel like we need to do for teens, but if we boil it down to what is the most important thing we got to not forget when it comes to working with teens? And this could be advice to a parent of a Mm. teen. It could be advice to a youth leader, youth pastor, anybody like this is what we got to get right. Mm. What what are
2: some of those things for you guys that you feel like we got to get this right? I mean, it sounds so basic, but I think, the number one thing I want students to hear from me is that they're made in the image of God. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I want them to understand no matter what they think about themselves or what they're thinking of their identity or their sexual identity or their future or their purpose or their talents, that they're made in the image of God. And that explained well, I think, puts a baseline of security and stability in their life. So... Yeah. Yeah. We can't tell them that enough. Yeah. And we can't explain that. We can't over explain what that is. Yeah. To be human, to be loved, to be the most prized creation of God, to have a purpose, to be made for his glory. Those are just messages we have to keep yeah. Keep posting. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I would mm-hmm. agree with that. One of the as we unpack our, our, our core doctrinal statements in our church and we unpack why we believe those things, one of the things when we talk about you know, the idea of man. And it's that man is created in the image of God. Every Mm -hmm. man, woman and child was created in the image of God. And because of that, they have great worth, value, and potential. Mm -hmm. And that changes how you see yourself. And Mm -hmm. it changes how you treat every single person who walks into that room. So whether Mm -hmm. it's a youth room or a church, if we really believe that every person was created in the image of God, it changes the way we treat them. And especially in today's society, our, kid, our students in our youth ministries, they need to hear that for their own benefit, like Steve said, but they also need to hear it so it changes the way that they treat the person who walks into the room who's not like them or, yeah. or, or mm-hmm. has different views than them or different ideas or whatever it is because it shouldn't change the way we treat them because yeah. everyone, yeah. doesn't matter who you are or w- what shirt you're wearing, right? Mm-hmm. You, you have great value. You have great potential. And it, it makes a difference in how we treat people. Yeah, I love it. So Youth Ministry
1: Sherpas, how do, how do people follow you? And how do people get engaged? Social media, website, obviously the podcast. You're on uh, Spotify, we're iTunes, on where everything. everything. Spotify, yeah. Yes. Um,
2: so we actually have three kind of three shows, we say. We have our, our standard show, Yeah. Youth Ministry Sherpas. It's just us two usually yep. talking about youth ministry and having fun and hopefully saying something that's encouraging. Mm-hmm. Um, we have another interview show that we do called Sherpa Legends where we talk to some of the more famous people in youth ministry. Mm-hmm. Famous in, in yeah. student ministry. Famous <laughs> in yeah. our circles. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Famous. Yeah. Uh, and the purpose of that is just to hear their stories. Yeah. We're not looking for strategy or more content. We just right. want to hear, why are you still in youth ministry after 30 years and mm-hmm. how did you get here? Yeah, yeah. And that's, that's really been a lot of fun. It's probably been, yeah. the, I mean,
0: yeah. everything we're doing is fun, but these Sherpa Legends yeah. have been incredible conversations, mm-hmm. and yeah, we're just loving it. And then we yeah. do
2: something once a year called uh, Sherpa Shorts where for 26 straight days, we do an episode every day. It's just 10 minutes long. And the, the theme is, we go through the alphabet, we take turns bringing a word that begins with the next letter. Mm-hmm. We don't tell the each other, other what it is, and then we have to talk about it for 10 minutes. N- nice. And it's like just free form. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah, nice. It's just yes. riffing on youth ministry, and, and we have a lot of fun with that. It's just a way to We've done know. it twice now, so yeah. coming up with different words, especially for <laughs> yeah. some of those, you know, more yeah. obscure when you get letters. X, it's the a little X difficult. and the Z yeah, and the right. Y. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um it's it's a little fun to just find out what we each come up with. So
2: But anyway, so we got those shows, you can you can hear them anywhere. Yeah. We're on Instagram, Youth Ministry Sherpas. Uh, We have a Facebook, but it's pretty much defunct. So Just follow us on Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) Does anybody go to Facebook anymore except grandma? uh, Maybe the
1: people who want to donate to us still do. Okay. Those are important
0: to me. When's uh, when's the TikTok channel coming out? Uh, Yeah. uh, We don't. Yeah.
2: No. I need need some work. He does Snapchat. I don't even do Snapchat. Yeah.
0: uh, My kids are trying to teach me, my own children, not my youth group kids, but my own children, trying to teach me how to do TikTok. It's not going well yet. There's (laughs) hope. (laughs) Well, we're dipping our toe in the water here, so uh, we'll really we'll, we'll make all
1: the mistakes and then, then tell we'll you guys. Just, yeah, yeah. yeah just let us know. Do the opposite of everything we do, and okay. we should sure, be all right? yeah, succeed, hundred percent. And thank you, guys. I really appreciate um, what what you're doing, the the wisdom you bring to it. Um, you're clearly gifted for this, so so thank you for for being a, a very important voice out there, encouraging Thanks. everybody to keep moving forward and and don't give up on a generation.
2: Yeah. Thank you, so. guys. Thanks for having us. Yeah, yeah. thanks for
0: having us. It's an great. For more free content from Joe and his team of church misfits, visit www.catalystcollective.community.